You're listening to Wake Up Tucson. This podcast is a Bustos Media production on The Voice. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Let's go. I just want to tell you, Matt, that was the best pre-show meeting I think we've ever had. It was professional radio. 47 minutes long. I timed it. Responsible. Woo! Sustainable. Sustainable. Hey, it's a party Monday. Very rarely do we have party Mondays, but we wanted to wanted to kick off your week. Followed right by Unemployment on. Tuesday. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Nelly, we're having a party Monday here at the Pasadena. Hey, we'll be at uh, Tucson Games and Gadgets. Please join us for thir- 5.30 start. 5.30 start. And uh, he's, at he's of course, at Tucson Mall. And you just go, when you get into the store, head towards the back. And, I mean, there'll be plenty of people to help you get there. But there's a, there's a little secret hallway in the back right that takes you to the Short Rest Tavern in the back. So please join us. It'll be amazingly fun. You don't have to have a code word or anything like that. Actually, there is a code word. Handshake, um, a sign. The code word is Mike Hine. So Alrighty if you don't then. say Mike Hine, um, that, that, that's, that's a deep track for you uh, Tucsonans. Of course, the uh, former city manager of Tucson who used to work for Chuckles. Then he was, of course, during the debauchery of the first Rio Nuevo board and all that crap. And it course, was a back and all, wasn't it? It was. Then remember, he was having an affair with the girl who ran the Museum of Contemporary History. Then when Mike's poor wife died of cancer. I got to do it for Ed. I, gotta, I know he's not listening. <laughs> Mocha. Ah, there it is. Uh, then they got married and moved to Orlando or something like that to live in a different Magic Kingdom. So... Um, so that's. I remember you got uh, the DUI on Northern just McGee and uh, at the stop stop sign there. I think he blew the stop sign. So now they've turned it into a roundabout. So I always called out the Mike Heim Memorial Roundabout over there. Uh, and then remember uh, Chuck wanted he needed a job because no one wanted to hire him. So Chuck made the Homeland Security director for the for Pima County because Mike was going to keep the uh, terrorists from killing people and. There were no balloons that went over <laughs> Tucson when he was on his watch. So please, you know, give him some credit. We had no balloon incursions. That balloon thing is, so, it's just got so many great facets to it. And again, remember, well, we'll get to the balloon thing in a sec, especially because there's a great local angle. Who knew that we we're going to have a local angle that involved the mayor of Phoenix? I mean, we, this is a story Matt and I on uh, hallucinogenic mushrooms couldn't make up. Right. That's how. Not that I want to find out, but I would imagine that we could not come up with that good of a story. Absolutely. So, um, Matt, real quick, we got to do weekend stuff where we get yelled at. Uh, what? What? Any? What's the highlights of the ESQ? Got together weekend? with uh, Mr. and Mrs. ESQ. Got together with some good friends, and we had a rockin' wow. lunch at Rocco's Little Chicago. Wow. On Saturday. Look at you guys. I had the Italian beef sandwich, which I always enjoy. I think that's the best Italian beef in town. The ladies had uh, the uh, single slice of the deep dish, dish pizza, which is yummy. Yes. And uh, there was a meatball sub floating around the table and a little on a pasto and a lot of good conversation. So we had a wonderful, wonderful afternoon. Beautiful. Yeah. Look at you. Left uh, happy and, and full and just 
It's a really good time. That's a super duper highlight. Yep. I love it. Ours, of course, was Saturday doing the Rito race track. And uh, just so fun. Uh, great crowd. They had at least a few thousand people there when I was there. Stayed for about seven races. And uh, it was so fun. And it got to see so many. I saw everybody there. It was so fun. Between uh, Kath, our pocket sketching girl, was there with the great Dale. That was great to see. I saw our good friend Ben Ryan, Divine Bovine, was there with his uh, his missus. That was kind of fun. Um, Billy Hadamio, I always loved Billy, of course. Uh, just It was just good. It was just good time all. The weather was beautiful. I got to see Mike and Haley, our... Uh, our, our, our U of A students. Excellent. That, they Excellent. were amazing. Mike. Put the clip of them, especially talking uh, an extended clip of them, including the story of Cody's, Cody's Wish, Wish um, on the Best Of podcast for last week. So you can listen to Hour 2 and listen to the whole interview with them and Sean Sean, but you can also listen to the Best Of podcast. And uh, it's, I think, the last clip on there. It was a great segment you guys did. They were so knowledgeable and passionate about it, right? So that's my thing. If, if I have someone on the show that I'm talking to who's knowledgeable and passionate about anything, it can be great radio, right? They could be knowledgeable and passionate about crocheting, right? It could, it, it could be interesting because it's so awesome talking to people who are set, so pumped and knowledgeable about something. So, and they were at age 21 or whatever they are was amazing, right? And this guy, Mike, is an encyclopedic knowledge of horses and handicapping. So got to talk to them, see them. Really, really fun. Uh, got some great food from El Taco Rustico. Saw Greg from Mutz. I mean, it was just a great time. Uh, so then we got to Lucky Lupe in the fifth race. Dr. Filippo will be here at the top of the hour to discuss a little bit. He was so good he needed seven horses to beat him? Uh, well, no, 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 no. Okay. Two. All right, okay. He came in third. All right. But the horse that won, very interesting. We'll talk to Joanna. It literally was a horse that only ran, young horse, probably three, ran three or or four, um, and um, only had two races in his entire life last year at Santa Anita, which, of course, is one of the top tracks in the country. And then they decided to ship this horse after two races at Santa Anita to Rito Racetrack. So it was some high-quality horse flesh nice. running around, and that horse did beat Lucky Lupe. So definitely had a little bit of a shipped-in ringer feel to it, but that's life. And gave Lucky Lupe a taste of competition, so that could be good later. Oh, I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll stay on Lucky Lupe. Don't worry about it. Don't you worry. We'll talk about that with Joanne. She's got so much stuff, especially this whole thing with um, – Adelita Grijalva wanting to kill the other supervisor's abilities to put stuff on the agenda. Just amazing. I don't know if we're going to have... This feels like one of those things where between Joanne and then Brother Joe in the third hour, I don't know if we're going to get to all of this today, but I want to give you a little bit of a little taste of at least the next couple of days. We have the Catholic school teen that's suspended by his Catholic school for stating that God created two genders and protesting against the transgender students using the girls' bathroom. They've actually suspended him for the rest of the year. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, one thing I want to get, we can do this with Brother Joe. So I saw KOLD regurgitated today about the robust economy and 517,000 jobs were created in January. Something seems... Not right about there's, that. But. Oh, we'll let you know. There, there's a there's part of the stats that they left out. 
You're well, kidding me. <laughs> You're kidding me. Now, I, I can't do it. I got to get, I got to see if uh, my, uh, my son or Greg could bleep out a couple of profanities. Okay. But the Bill Maher rant on, on the wokeism going over the top is amazing. And he does a, he does a, a step-by-step comparison to um, Mao Zedong and the Chinese and what they were doing to their own people is eerily, this is Bill Maher, eerily similar to what's going on on the left right now. It's really good. Uh, I'll put it up on Wastebook. I'll, I'll email it if you want it, but it does have a couple of bad words that I can't play on the air, so i got to clean up. But I do want to play it on the air before it's over because it's that good. It really is that good. Yes, sir. Send it to me. I'll, oh, okay. I don't know if I can clean it up right on the fly, but no, I, no, no, I can, no, don't. I can clean it up for you. Next couple of days, we, we'll play it. Um, we'll have a. We got to do this balloon thing, especially with the the mayor of Phoenix connection, because that's good. Wait till I tell you the Pete Buttigieg excuse on why why you Americans don't appreciate President Biden's accomplishments. It's the best. Be good to be told. Yeah. Uh, Tucson does it again with, so we had Phoenix has a stolen property at the Super Bowl. We'll get to that. And then we have 10,000 stolen from a nonprofit here in Tucson. We'll get to that. We got Alvernon and Valencia. We got one dead and three hospitalized. I like KOLD, sorry, channel three up in Phoenix, Arizona's family. It's like our family. How surveillance balloons in southern Arizona different from China balloon? Now, originally, I thought it was, you know, uh, 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 I thought it was a paid promo by Ryan Hartman and Worldview. But actually, it's a it's a dumb line from a mustache loser named Raul Grijalva. And we'll get to that. Um... TEP wants more of your money. We'll get to that. Um, I had to. Uh, I had to. I, I. I only. Usually, there's no news at the Tucson Sentinel that isn't just kissing powers, local powers. But, but I. I. I, I someone sent me this story by this uh, Benito Kelty. Um, I just wanted this. How much the city is giving in incentives for the battery people? So we'll get to that before it's over. Sarita police recover millions of dollars in illicit drugs. As a listener once said, maybe they that use of them accepting Stone Guard money is actually good for their people. How's that for crazy? Mm-hmm. And then, remember Fredo, Chris Cuomo? <laughs> yes. Fredo does a story about combating the drug trade, and he interviews Sheriff Sweaty Pits. And well, wait, there we go. Wait till we wait till you hear. Hey, the, we can't give you the uh, the <laughs> we can't give you the the DPS lead, but we'll get you an interview with Chris Cuomo. That so that <laughs> so that hold on, you get a you get a dinger. So are are you saying that possibly that Sheriff Nanos hasn't been around too much or available for an interview about the sheriff who basically raped the the deputy who sh- raped the other deputy, pretty much allegedly. He has spoken on that particular subject oh, he to has. the press. Yes, in okay. fairness, yes, absolutely. Oh, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Now, the errors I didn't see it locally. But it's like, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Chris for the uh, thanks, Chris for doing the commercials for me. I'll get you an interview with 
Fredo. Ah, that's right. He did the bullcrap uh, commercial for the racist. So wait till I get to um, then. I had not seen this in locally local paper. I don't know if Matthew saw it. Okay. Um, we do have to get to that. Uh, the guy, the guy who's the new Arizona GOP treasurer going after Schweikert on his Sergio. To- I, I, it's like, this is one of those ones where Jeff DeWitt looks at it and goes, God dang the, the party treasurer or party the, treasurer. Yeah, okay. Party treasurer, not, not Kimberly. Not, no, gotcha. Kimberly. She's 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 never going to yell at too many people. Um, but what I wanted to do was the the uh, Arizona Republic. Is this under the banner of unity or what? Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I shouldn't be <laughs> well, so snarky. That comes up in the post. I shouldn't uh, be so snarky. about unity. But um, the um, the Arizona Republic actually did a story about um, the what the in the report of what the deputy did to the other deputy to get tossed it's it's yeah yuck. yeah yeah ew. yes so not not something you want with your uh, cream of wheat or uh, shredded wheat in or your morning. filthy pirate coffee no oh nice segue with your morning pastizzi we're doing it all by Malta Joe Malta Joe will be there tonight with we tasty Maltesian uh, delicacies. We were full from our aforementioned uh, uh, leisurely lunch at Rocco's. Yep. And so when dinner time rolled around, we had light appetites, and I realized we had two, two, two more uh, bidia pastizzi ah. in the freezer. So on went the oven, and we had a nice light dinner. You're doing it all it's perfect. Today. Perfect. You're on Wake Up Tucson, 10.30 of the voice, local news and talk. We just have a basically songs because to celebrate the happy hour tonight, parties about cocktails, beer, wine, and some partying. You know I'm coming back with the Spike Jones version of this. You know, I saw that. I should have done it. I, it was on my list when it popped up, and I, I, I should have dragged it over. I blew it. So thank you for calling me out on that. That's good. All right. Wake Up Tucson, 10.30 of the voice, local news and talk. All right. Cocktails for more than two tonight. My apologies, but whenever I see that song, I always think of the Spike Jones version. So. I, I, this is this is see everyone thinks Matt's the classier guy in this duo, right? I play the beautiful Ray Charles version, and he plays this dreck. Uh, <laughs> six six of the morning. So for the, I went a little long on the first, but we're gonna get through this. But we're gonna do a little Pima County Sheriff work here, okay? Uh, and also. If you're driving this way through I, they're so stupid. So they, they it's it's they've cleared it up. But finish your. They've sensor. scraped the the uh, the left lane of asphalt on I-10. So they so they got all the signs up, the trucks up, and it just slows down to almost nothing. All right, and I'm going to tell you, dear A dot, there's a thing going on called the freaking gem show. Could you wait ten days for God's sakes? All right, now. So let's get to this one. So uh, we'll get to Nanos and Fredo, and then we'll get to this horrible story with the deputy that got um, thrown out uh, of his job. But um, so KOLD did the story. Now, remember, uh, I did the story about trap from Kagon Nine, where they actually—I think it was Shelby Slaughter, I think—did or Faith Abercrombie, I think. Uh, I think it was Faith. So it basically talked about that's where we found out that Pima County's fatality rate when it comes to vehicular stuff is 11 times the national average. All right. 
Now, this is Emily Miranda at KOLD. She she has a 50% increase in traffic fatalities between 16 and 20, but she does not make the, she does not do the again, that's life. But again, remember, we're 11 times more deadly uh fatality rate in Pima County with a car. So, they talked to the Transportation Deputy Director Paul Casertano. Uh we're seeing trends in the wrong direction. Um so the first step for the county is to create a plan that examines traffic safety data more regularly. Now look, why don't you put it up for why don't you put it out for bid? Matt and I will will give you all the information you need to fix the safe streets. Matt, instead of a million and a half, would, would you, could we do it for 750 and save the taxpayers 750? Do you think we could do it for 750,000? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think we can make that happen. So let's do this. When we come back from break, I'm going to talk about where they're going to spend the money and what's really amazing. So remember, they're supposed to save lives or reduce the amount of misery in the roads. And I can't wait till we do the equity analysis. We're doing the equity analysis when it comes equity. to... <laughs> oh, man, I haven't heard Lalo in a while. So I just got a call from Chuck. And since we're on cocktails for two, this is Lalo Guerrero. That's Tacos for two. Amen. Let Lalo go. Wake up, Tucson. Ah, from the old Elvis remix out, party mix album. The old second hour classic. Uh, we got to get going on this. We've got so much to do on the crime and sheriffing report here. So we're just talking about this KOLD story about how they got a million and a half dollars. We found out from Kagan 9 last year, last week, excuse me, that we are the, uh, our death rate when it comes to vehicular fatalities is 11 times higher. Mm. That's 1100% higher than the national average. So we talked to a couple of folks in the, the transportation department. Wrong people to talk to for 100% of your story. Okay. Uh, Blake Olofsson from Racine, Wisconsin. I don't know about that. It just sounded right. Uh, oh, yeah. Blake Olofsson. Yeah. His dad was the old mayor of uh, Racine. Yeah. Uh, I am really excited about this grant and Tucson's partnership with the county. <laughs> The city of Tucson. Here's another quote, though. I got to give Emily Miranda credit. We are 13th in the nation for pedestrian fatalities. 13th. 13th. Let's just say it one more time. Once the plan developed, the county and the city can partner on implementation. They're going to fix infrastructure. <laughs> Where's my damn thing? <laughs> We're going to do it now. You know, it's like that horrible situation where you have an abusive spouse who's just beating the hell out of you for 10 years. And then they, every summer they go, I stopped drinking. I'm going to do. I'm going to be good to you now. Now. That's what I feel like the 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 citizen of Oral excuse me of Pima County and City. It's like an abusive abusive relationship. No, we're gonna. I'm I'm good now. We're gonna implement. We're gonna implement. We're gonna partner. I mean, how many more power terms can these people use? We're implementing. We're partnering. Mm, mm, mm. Um, fixing infrastructure 
education enforcement and safety programs. We're looking. Oh, let's let, let's just let's do another. <laughs> let's do, let's do it all together. Uh, let, so we have let's use all the power strangers partnership. Right, we got that. For, that was from Blake Olufsen. Right. Um, system feel unsafe. Figure focus our energy. Right. Ooh, that's a hot one. Right. Here's Blake. Uh, no, this is Casertano. We look forward to opportunities to collaboratively address <laughs> the issues that happen on roadways that we own as well as roadways owned by the city of Tucson and other jurisdictions so we can improve safety for all and get everyone home safely. The county expects to take 18 months. <laughs> 18 months, Christopher. 18 months. A year and a half. So the grant is going to be used to study. Oh. Not, it's not going to, nothing's going to be done except. So first of all. They're going to make a plan to do something. Let's go to the qui bono side of this, right? So this, of course the county and the city can't figure this out on their own. So they're going to have to hire some sort of consulting company, right, to, to partner with them, right? Then they're going to need a marketing partner. Right, like Canine or somebody. Canine's a, a special one for them, right? They're gonna do a. They're gonna partner with an advertising company to send out press releases, right? And then you know who's really gonna kill it? Fry's supermarket. You say, well, Chris, why is that? Well, because remember, you got to have meetings, right? So what will happen is the county will pay the consultant to pay the advertising company to send a junior intern to Fry's to buy goodies for the meeting, right? So you got to get everything that has the black plastic tray underneath it, right? So you got to get... Just not the, shrimp rings. Now, you see, th there's enough Bakery, money... yes. But. Hold it. There's enough money in this to go shrimp, I think. Well, the shrimp... Actually, the shrimp is cheaper than the cookies. I mean, it's it's fishing bait that people eat. I mean, when you see 28 shrimp for $8, there's a problem. Do you understand this? This is what we go fluke fishing with or something, for God's sakes. All right? So what happens is they're going to buy those big plate of cookies, right? Those fries cookies. They're not even going to buy the good loft house ones, right, which are just pure sugar and soft. They're going to buy the real hard, crispy oatmeal raisin chocolate chip cookie one. You got to do that. You got to get the little ones that the half cro uh, croissants with the, you know, you got to do that. You got the little Sammies, right? You got to get the little mini muffin tray, right? And I like the iced lemon bread or the iced lemon pound cake. All right. So Casertano and Blake, You're taking requests, if Matt's you know. coming, can you get him the iced lemon loaf for God's sakes? So a million and a half dollars, it's going to take them 18 months. This is exactly why most municipal. This isn't just we're just a little more sensitive to it because we've seen this play out before. This is not a, just a Pima County problem, but this is why Pima County sucks. A million and a half, eighteen months. I'm telling you, Matt and I will meet you. We'll okay. We're gonna do it for seven fifty. Matt and I will do it for seven fifty. We'll meet at. Let's go to the grill at Asiana del Sol. Matt and I will pay for you. We're making seven fifty. We can pay for this, right? Right. 
Bring every nerd you got. Well, we don't we don't have too many people. Bring six employees and bring a pad of paper. You can even record us if you want. We'll give permission to record our voices. And we will solve this for seven fifty. How much did you spend in your series of public meetings when you were on the road committee? Oh, when I was Allie's Pima County Which Transportation. We had like four or six of them. We had four, I believe. Okay. And good uh, turnouts. So it was free because it was at the library. Right. And did we buy the the cookie and the coffee? Maybe. So I'm saying we were out for sixty seven bucks. It spent more money. It, the guy who spent more money on those meetings was sending Carmine DeBonis and Mark Evans and Patrick McNamara to sit in there to argue with me in Spy. a row because Nixon, uh, Richard Milhouse, and uh, Huckleberry couldn't take that De Simone was speaking truth to power about how much he sucked on roads. So literally, he sent Carmine McNamara and Evans to snoo- either spy on me or argue with me. I mean, that's almost 300 G's of payroll for Richard Milhouse Hustleberry. Let's get Matt on the line. Matthew, good morning. Welcome to Monday. Yeah, well, <clears throat> you know, I did actually read the uh, article, too, and it caught my attention because um, Buttigieg was just a couple days ago on the air, and uh, they really asked him about uh, uh you know, reducing death traffic nationally. And he pointed to Hoboken. So I looked at the Hoboken story. <laughs> and while it's a smaller community of, you know, barely 63,000, it does have some semblance of, uh, you know, comparison to uh, our urban centers okay. uh, in downtown. But just to say this, Chris, I, I, I agree with your frustration uh, in the sense that we, we, we can't afford to wait just 18 months. I, I'm glad the county has gotten the funding, and the city's going to uh, work with them too. Yes, but I agree with you. Your sense of urgency. There's no reason we can't take action immediately, especially with reflectives. Uh, you know, at night for especially our poorer community that just basically uh, is out there walking uh, totally in the dark. You can't see them until you come up across them. I, anyway, just, I, I just had a guy this morning walking uh, on Palo Verde. And oh, yeah. Mornings are the worst. I mean, that's the one where they're trying to get to their buses, and uh, they, you know, they're running late, and they run for the bus. Well, the, 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 like this, this guy was not running for anything. He was going as slow as humanly possible in his black sweatshirt and his black jeans. Well, it, it doesn't matter. The point is you can't see. Sure. People. Until you're literally upon them. So, Matt, what I, I, I like your sensitivity about this. So, if you want to sit in with Matt and I and help educate him, we'll cut you in for fifty G's. Would you sit? <laughs> would you have? Would you have Matt and I buy lunch for you for fifty G's? Uh, I appreciate it. All right. See, we got Matt on the team now. So, <laughs> awesome. Thank you, my friend. All right. Take care. Have Bye. a good day. Um, all right. Let's get Windows XP on. Then I got to get to Fredo, Chris Cuomo on with. I got to figure out a Godfather equivalent for. Uh, Fernando's, sure not Al Neri. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Windows XP. What's up? Good morning, Fredo. He'll throw you down a stairwell, buddy. Better watch it. <laughs> you mean the you the, the, the real Fredo or the or the CNN Fredo? CNN Fredo. Oh, okay, I just want to make sure we get our Fredos right. He, he has transplanted Fredo, the other Fredo. <laughs> How can we help so, you today, Chris? Chris, Chris, Chris. What do you know about this movie, A Knock at the Cabin? So. 
It's an M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie, all right, uh, who's been fading pretty hard on quality stories here. And I know it has the guy who plays Drax the Destroyer from Guardians of the Galaxy as some sort of end-of-the-world nut who somehow does something with people in a cabin. That's what I got for okay, you. Okay, no. no, I went to the sport. I immediately, like, I just, I just inadvertently just came across this movie. So no, no, hold on. Don't, don't, no, don't ruin it for anybody if they're watching. No, I'm not. I'm All not. Right. But I went to the YouTube, and I went, you know, massive spoiler view. Yep. This movie is the most incoherent, disjointed dribble I have ever seen. Even for him, it is just, I mean... He sits at all. So M. Night's last good movie is what? Signs? Um, I don't... There right? isn't it's one. probably Signs, right? Opinion. Actually, I yeah, like Signs I better than Sixth like Sense. So anyway. I like it. But that's where we're at. So. The, the one with Hurt. The one with Hurt where they're in the village. Uh, is it called The Village? It's called The Village. The one in The Village yeah, is called God, The Village. What a turkey. What a turkey. <laughs> well, then there's the, the one turkey. with the... Remember the one where global warming is causing the plants to make everyone collapse or whatever? And that was the uh-huh. first time they decided we're going to take uh, Marky Mark and turn him into a scientist. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I got Bunsen burners and stuff. It's so cool. You know what I mean? I mean, so, uh, I think this is the new trend. Now, it is based on the book, which is called A Knock at the Cabin at the End of the World. Gotcha. And, uh, I, again, check that out, too. And it's just, these are just the new woke movies that are coming. All right. Well, I will. Basically, this one just slap in the face to Christianity. That's all I got to say. Another Hollywood movie Chris won't be checking out. So I know that's shocking that it's an kind of anti, you know, that, but it's Hollywood, Chris. This is, this is, by the way, I'm glad the racetrack's doing good. And, uh, it is a big problem with these people jaywalking to catch buses. I've seen it. And my Lord, I mean, just almost getting hit and a lot, Chris. So they need to do, it's like Frogger. It's horrible. I mean, they're going, people, it's horrible. So when you're, I'm going up Palo Verde, right? And there's this gentleman, again, all dark, head to toe on his clothing. And so you take that and then you have the headlights coming from the other side in your face and and it's, the whole thing's dark on the right side of the road. It's ugly. It's an ugly situation. But the crosswalks are dangerous too. Well, see, that's so in some the, people jaywalk to avoid it because you you literally will be in the crosswalk, Chris, and someone will come flying through doing a lefty, and they might just run right over you. So it's amazing is if you really look at where the city of Tucson's going on how they think they're going to save people is put more and more of those hawk crosswalks. They believe that is the end all be all, right? Not more cops, not more lit streets, putting the hawk jaywalk, the hawk walk, right? But in the end, mm-hmm. no one's using them. Normal, nice people are going to think about it and use it more. But if you're the fentanyl, drugged-out human being, you're not using it. And, and then there's also natural laziness that no one even wants to walk an extra 50 feet to the hot crosswalk. So, that's... Okay, r- and then can I do a plug? Real quick. There's a new, there's, there's a new, uh, a new bar down on Congress. It's right across from Hotel Congress. Okay. Called the Martini House. Okay. People check into it. It's not very big. They actually, I think they have an actual player piano in there. I didn't, I only looked at it from the outside, but I, I secured the account. Well, but uh, I'll get in there, but I do believe they have a player piano. Yeah, they, they did so. because they couldn't find a piano player who wanted to risk their lives working downtown. So they had to get a, a automatic. I'm just kidding. All right. I got to get going. 
Chris, have a good God day. Bless. St- Keep up the good work. Stay safe out there. Stop watching those M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong movies. That's for everybody. Uh, when we come back, i got to finish the Fredo, uh, Cuomo, and uh, Chris Nano story because Nanos is going to tell you why, how we're going to stop uh, the, uh, the fentanyl problem. And it has nothing to do with closing down the border. So, ah, uh, Eddie Murphy, potty all the time. Here we go. 6.51 in the morning, Dr. D. Filippo coming up in about uh, 14 minutes or so. Huge uh, ask for you guys in relation to the Pima County Board meeting tomorrow. You're going to have to email in some stuff by 5 o'clock today or show up at the meeting tomorrow. But we'll get to that when Dr. D. gets here. Uh, let's get to Fredo, Chris Cuomo. <laughs> I love that he got so pissed off that they called him Fredo. It's so good. He's, he's such a Fredo. <laughs> Anyway, it's the best. So he had uh, Captain McCloskey on. I'm sorry, I mean Chris Nanos. Thank you, John, uh, umpire John, for that reference. (laughs) So this is called Arizona Sheriff New Strategy Needed on Drugs. So Nanos is talking about uh, the idea of using American citizens, right? And... um, Doing a full interview with Chris Cuomo, of course. Now, remember, the guy who is the Democrat who supports literally a wide-open border is on with Fredo to tell you that this is how we're going to solve the border. And he even goes into... And they, uh, thank goodness Fredo at least talked later in the, in the, in the piece with Sheriff Daniels, who knows like he's a, a, like an actual real law enforcement realist, right? But let's get back to Fredo. What has Fredo said here? Uh, no, no, this is Nano. Sorry. Uh, quote, we've identified fentanyl, fentanyl as the leading cause of the deaths of our kids. I think last year we had like 15 overdose deaths of kids, and every single one of them was fentanyl. The pills are everywhere. Um, Nanos, you're going to love this. He has a different solution in mind. Quote, the issue to me, though, isn't our federal partners not being responsive it's the strategy in place what have we spent on the war on drug trillions and where's the strategy been we could take out the cartels and arrest el chapo the the el chapo guzman's of the world and how fast are those people going to replace within seconds that's not what isn't the important part that's not the key for me so what nanos wants he wants to educate the children We're not going to close down the border. The Biden administration hasn't been not responsive, according to them, while things are just blowing through that border. Let's face it, our social ills from poverty to homeless to drug abuse, it all comes back to one thing, education. Now, Chris, I can agree with you. We know that if we can get these kids just to graduate high school, get through high school, they stand seven times greater chance of not going to my jail. So hard, how hard is that? Uh, do you understand that your crew has been running TUSD and Sunnyside for the last 40 years and they've created, if this is your, if this is your hypothesis, which I agree with the education. They haven't been educating kids about drugs? Or just educating them in general. <laughs> or general, yeah. Right? So... Hey, uh, you need to talk to your buddy, Adelita Grijalva, because her and her dad have created more people who are more likely to go to your jail than any, any two people in this community. So, Chris, 
just retire, dude. You're you're a train wreck. You're an absolute train wreck. Let's get to this horrible story of the Pima County deputy. This is from Perry Vandell in the Arizona Republic. Just so you know, I have not seen this in the local news. Matt, have you seen the details of this sheriff's deputy in local news? Uh, just the fact that he, um, the woman was unconscious and, and he sexually assaulted her. All right. I, so I it says deputy, former deputy Ricardo Garcia or Ricky Garcia, as they call him over there, hosted a party on December 17th and in the early morning of the 18th when a female colleague drank enough alcohol that Garcia and another guest had to help her into a, into a bedroom. Uh, Guests later noticed Garcia returned to the guest room and had locked the door. Documents say that the guest jimmied the door open using a plastic utensil and found him laying next to the woman who now only had her bra and underwear on. The guest told Garcia that the woman was too intoxicated to leave on her own, which she did. He noticed the door was once again locked and Jimmy did open again when he found Garcia naked from the waist down and sitting on the floor when the woman's head laying on his lap. Wow. Nice, nice. Gallant. Woof. Yikes. So I haven't seen the details like that in any of the other stories but that was the no Ari- not that detail yeah that's the the Arizona Republic so far is the only one that has I've seen cover that we can't get local news to cover it because they really like Chris Nanos and they wouldn't want any throw any shade on their boy let's get one more in this is from uh, I gotta go up to Phoenix to get news about southern Arizona how surveillance balloons in southern Arizona different from the China balloon now the one that made me and Matt laugh is there was a there was some sort of festival in Levine Phoenix area, right? And what it was is there was a balloon for um Kate Gallego, yes. the mayor. So it said yeah. welcome and now you want a narcissist move? Her own city paid with a taxpayer dollars a balloon with her name on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is mm-hmm. we talk about narcissism. I want to can, can I get a balloon with my name on it? Psychos, okay? Now um, it was the same white, boring balloon as the Chinese balloon. Same weekend. I mean, I can't, I can't make it up. Hopefully, Joe waited until that cleared out over the Atlantic Ocean before it went over our entire country before we knocked that out. All right. So um, this is uh, CBS 5 up in Phoenix talking about the Chinese balloon. And then what happened was surveillance balloons are no stranger to Arizona, just on the domestic side of things. Um, There's a balloon over Fort Huachuca near Sierra Vista. It's apparent we can see it from miles away. It's likely collecting different intelligent items. Some might be meteorological. Thank Jesus Raul Grijalva is on the case. Okay. Thank Jesus. Um, Surveilling Americans is very serious, and I share the outrage over China's action. We also shouldn't be treating people in our border communities like foreign adversaries, and that's the point. I'm glad to have created more awareness as to our border community's experience as we all have a constitutional right to privacy. So the Border Patrol has some balloons up doing surveillance cameras to see where sure, people are. Yeah, right. absolutely. According to Raul Grijalva, this is a, this is, now he's worried about invasion of privacy. Now he's worried about it. So pathetic. Dr. D. Filippo's here, coming off a third-place finish from Lucky Lupe. 
We'll talk about how we can improve Lucky Lupe's performance in future races when we come back. Uh, <laughs> also, we got to talk about the very big uh, thing going on where Adelita Grijalva would like to kill the ability of the other supervisors to put things on the agenda. So, welcome to Stalag Grijalva. Wake up, Tucson, 1030 The Voice.